0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us. I am thankful to be your host. I'm in Archaeology Magazine. What a great magazine. It's not necessarily from Biblical Archaeology. It's a publication of the Archaeological Institute of America. I get a lot of great stuff into this. I'm kind of a recent subscriber, got a few issues. Love it. And so, obviously, it's not as specifically biblical as biblical archaeology today. But, uh, you know, uh, in Bible Review, I think is another one, I like it, and I get a lot out of it. So, we're on uh, page 14 here out of Mummy Makers, and not Mummy Makers, but Mummy Makers. And it's got several pictures here, excavations of a burial shaft in Abbasar, Egypt, Canopic jars of Wahabra Neath, And so, like, these are funerary jars with, uh, like, pictures carved on them. A cache of embalming vessels in Abusar and canopic jars of Wahabra uh, Neath Again, a different set of jars. So, let's read what it has to say. It's got the Cemetery of Abusar here kind of a necropolis-looking thing. In the western side of the ancient necropolis of Abusar, a team of archaeologists led by Miroslav Barta of Charles University have unearthed the largest cache of embalming equipment ever found in Egypt. You know, Egypt's just kind of, you know, you think of Egypt, you think of pyramids and Boris Karloff. No, pyramids and the mummy. And they've probably made some new mummy movie Somebody else more than three hundred and seventy vessels were buried in clusters during the second half of the sixth century b c This would be the five fifties this would be the time of Babylon and then Persia, and a forty six foot deep shaft which seems to be the associated with the adjacent as yet unexcavated tomb now of course, in the Bible, you have at the end of Genesis mummification uh, mentioned as well, Jacob and Joseph. In the top layer of the cache, the, uh, or cache, however you like to pronounce it, the researchers discovered four canopic jars, which were typically used to store the involved viscera and organs that were removed during mummification. I've just always been fascinated with it on multiple levels, the technology involved, but then their just dedication to the afterlife. They knew there was an afterlife, and that's kind of universal among ancient civilizations. These jars should have been buried with the deceased in his tomb, but they were discovered clean and empty in the cache, says Egyptologist Jean Janak of Charles University. I don't know where Charles is. We're still trying to determine whether there were copies used only symbolically or used for storage during the embalming process. Inscriptions on the jars identify the deceased, while Hebrew Mary Neith, who is likely interred in the unopened tomb, be careful of those curses, Howard Carter. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, and his mother, Lady Erturu, Jennings suggests Wahibri Mary Neath, and Erturu may have been relatives of two individuals buried in a tomb within 165 feet of the aboming cachet. He says he may have evidence that this area of Abusar was an elite family cemetery. And this is done by Benjamin Leonard, who wrote the article. And You know, we have those all over South Georgia. People have their own personal cemeteries and things. So fascinating and uh, very biblical. So not mummification itself, but it's mentioned in the Bible, and obviously as is Egypt. So God bless. We love you. Thanks for being here. Join us daily, and uh, we will talk with you later. Oh, please leave us a five-star review as well. It helps people find us. Bye-bye.